the high road is not choosing between the good and the bad. Anybody can do that. You can do that without God. But the high road is choosing between the good and the best, and always choosing the best. Welcome back to the Baptist Friends Podcast with Dr. Clarence Sexton, where we gather around truth, friendship, and world evangelism. Someone asked me recently, when will we get back to normal? And I thought, I hope never, never, because if going through all of this and all of the social distancing and self-imposed quarantining, if all of this doesn't stop us, make us think and intensify our direction for the Lord, what will? There ought to be some great changes made. And you know, here I am in the ministry all of my adult life, and I'm thinking of the changes everybody else ought to make. But uh, I'm going to have to start with myself. I've studied the Bible. I remember I remember Brother Hagin, my first pastor, when I announced that God called me to preach. I came to his study at, at our church, and I was looking around at his books, and I said, may I take some of these books, sermon books? And he said, oh, yes, take whatever you want. And then as I loaded up and started out the door, he stopped me. And he said, Clarence, if you'll learn to preach the Bible, you'll never run out of anything to preach. That thought has never left me. And I pastored the Greenback Memorial Baptist Church in Greenback, Tennessee, and was preaching the Bible, trying to preach the Bible. I pastored the Calvary Baptist Church in Lenore City, Tennessee. Wonderful people. Wonderful people. My wife and I have enjoyed everything God's given us to do, and I tried to preach the Bible. I served with Dr. Lee Robertson as assistant pastor at the Highland Park Baptist Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and taught in the Bible school, the college, and the seminary. But the fact of the matter is, I don't think I really learned to preach the Bible until I went to Patterson, New Jersey, to the Mattisamity Baptist Church in Patterson, New Jersey. And I had an audience of people that was so diverse. There was a remnant, a handful, literally a handful of people, who knew God and knew God's Word and loved God's Word. Matter of fact, I had one little Jewish lady every time that anybody would come in and start with a lot of illustrations uh, while they were, were without a pastor. We were without a pastor for five years. She'd stand up in the audience and shake her Bible and say, we just want to hear the Word of God, not all these stories. That's pretty tough on a preacher, I imagine. But she was one of my dearest supporters and closest friends. She and her sister, Henrietta Veenstra and Johanna Veenstra, were great soul winners. Oh, they love souls. They'd spend their money, what little they had, buying gospel literature and loading up briefcases and catching buses to New York City or riding the buses all day in Patterson or catching the subway in New York and just spend their lives giving out the gospel. Amazing. Just amazing. But I'll tell you one thing, brother. When I preached, they wanted to hear the Bible. Line upon line, precept upon precept. Open your Bible. Read the Bible. Teach and preach the Bible. I always knew that's what I should be doing, but I never felt such a compulsion as when I was preaching to those people. Because on the other end, 
There were people who didn't even know anything about the Bible who were coming, coming to Christ, coming to know the Lord. Matter of fact, someone, someone uh, I handed a New Testament to one time said to me, did you write this? And the fact of the matter is, you, you can't imagine in America that people may be that ignorant of the things of God or the Word of God, but they are. Get out there among them and you'll find things that will shock you. I don't care how shocked you've been, you'll find things that will shock you. And so, during this time, I've learned what a treasure, what a precious treasure we have in the Word of God. It liveth and abideth forever. I've always considered myself to be a Bible man and considered my ministry to be a Bible ministry. I started out that way, continued that way after half a century to this day. But there is such a thing as going through some deeper waters to bring you to stronger convictions and more reliance upon God and His Word. That's happening to me. And the matter of prayer, I remember being taught how to pray, how to pray, and actually how to address God as a young Christian, as our Father, how to conclude the prayer with an amen, and how to ask things for God before you ask God for anything for yourself. And uh, wonderful prayer lessons I received. But this has intensified my prayer life. All of my life I've realized that as a Christian, in my Christian life, that the Christian life is a faith life. But this has done something for me in the matter of faith. You know, I'm, I'm speaking to people I don't see. I think of them. I think of their darling faces and their great love, kind words and soft voices. And I love them and they love me at the Temple Baptist Church and the students at the Crown College. Oh, they live and walk and breathe in my mind, but I don't see them. I'm preaching in a way now that just by faith I'm believing God is taking the message and they're hearing it. So many other things have taken the faith life forward, and it is forward by faith. This has been a stirring thing for my faith, looking to Jesus and believing the Lord. Giving. Giving is a work that we do that's sanctified. In other words, our, our money really belongs to the Lord. Our tithe is His. Our offerings we give to God, and it's set apart for His use. And we're more prayerful about it and more diligent about it, more careful about what we spend so we can give to God's work. It's an amazing thing how we realize in times like this that there is an economy that's going on that's God's economy that's not connected to our economy because we're troubled sometimes with thoughts about our economy, but God's got something going on in His economy that'll never pass away, and our faith is in Him. And then witnessing, <laughs> I think witnessing ought to be a way of life. We believe in soul winning. We teach people to win souls. We try to win souls. We go in the power of God's Holy Spirit, give a clear presentation of the gospel, and bring people to the place of receiving or rejecting Jesus Christ. But now we're understanding that every opportunity, every opportunity, every moment, it's just like the television station asked me to do a, a, a brief one-minute spot to encourage people where our broadcasts are being made, I made sure I had the gospel in it. We've got to be gospel people. 
I think we're truly understanding what Paul meant in Romans chapter 1, verse 1, when he was said, when he said, I'm separated unto the gospel of God. It's the gospel. It's the gospel and the gospel only that will change people's lives. Oh, dear friends, let's put the Lord in his rightful place. And as we've placed him in his rightful place, all else can be in its rightful place. Then what happens, we find how much further we can go with God. In every matter where we've just been trying and sort of skimming it, we, we go deeper with the Lord in these matters. Now, this is a time when you have time to do that. For God to work on you and you to work with God in the matter of the Bible and prayer, loving your church. It is a called-out assembly of baptized believers understanding more about how precious it is. And we're joined together in one accord, praying for one another. This is a time for intensifying in that. And then, of course, giving and witnessing. May God guide and help us. These are precious days. God is still the same. He sits on the throne of the universe, and the reins are in His hands. No worry, no fret, no fear. He hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And I want to encourage you today. I hope you're encouraged. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Pray for us at the Temple Baptist Church. Pray for us at the Crown College. Pray for all of our students who are being taught online now in the academy, and especially in the Crown College. They're all getting their classwork online. We're marching forward. When this thing, whatever this thing is, that God is doing and allowing is over, when it's over, we will want to be stronger than ever and ready to move forward at His command, taking all the ground that God will give us. And I believe it's going to be amazing what we'll see accomplished for the Lord and His glory. Let's have faith in God. Pray for Clarence Sexton. I need it. I really need it. And I want to thank you for it. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Baptist Friends Podcast. Never miss an episode by subscribing today. And join us next time as we continue to gather around truth, friendship, and world evangelism.